the JBH Podcast. Let's rock this. True food, full thought. So what is your favorite part about spring? Spring cleaning, of course. I literally get on a purging streak. But when I get rid of all of those items, I'm left with clean, pristine countertops. Oh wait, or is it that I have little rings everywhere from where the dust was surrounding those items that I once loved so much and just gave them to someone else? Ooh. So it's time to clean, right? Spring cleaning. Uh, guys, today's podcast of the Just Being Honest podcast is brought to you by our friends at Branch Basics. They're going to help you get your spring cleaning and your everyday cleaning back in order. Branch Basics has created a multi-purpose concentrate that makes cleaning simple, affordable, and sustainable. Finally! Finally! Their products are refillable and are significantly less expensive than many similar single-use products on the market. So here's how to use Branch Basics. Simply dilute the concentrate with water and you'll be ready to tackle any cleaning job around the house, even your dirty laundry. Happy cleaning, folks. Oh, and if you'd like to try out this magical and non-toxic concentrate cleaner by Branch Basics, we'd like to offer you a special JBH listener gift. Simply um, enter... Honest15 at checkout for 15% off your Branch Basics starter kit. Or click on the link that we provide to you in our show notes and you will be guided in the right direction. You know it. I know it. It's spring. The birds are chirping when you wake up in the morning. It's getting lighter later. Ah, flowers, butterflies. Friends are coming back out of hibernation. Social time. And then, yeah. The spring cold comes. Or maybe your spring cleaning has gotten dust everywhere. So that's kind of what we're talking about today. But weather changes. It all starts with weather changes too. As I just pointed out, spring has sprung. And um, we have a very important topic today about how to natural alleviate those symptoms that are coming from all of those topics that I just talked about. So hang on tight, get your pens out, get your paper out, take some notes. You're gonna wanna send this to your friends, your family members. You're gonna want to stick this on your non-magnetic refrigerator. Yeah, just turn on the JBH podcast and we've got a cure for you. So, hang on tight. We're diving in deep. Ciao. Bum 
Hi guys, this is your host, KB, and you just turned on the Just Being Honest podcast. Oh wow. Guys, let me tell you something. I woke up this morning with a gnarly, gnarly, gnarly headache. Um, I don't know what's going on, but... I never get headaches. And lately, or more than ever, I feel like I've been getting more headaches than I've ever gotten in the past. Um, I have kind of a theory behind this. Um, well, one thing is I ate like six-year-old mustard yesterday. Is that even okay? Okay, so it was so good. I have to tell you a story. I had this thing for like dips and like snacks, appetizers type situations. I had some fresh celery, my chia crackers, homemade, and I was dipping it into what I found because I'm dog and housing right now. I see this beautiful jar and it says garam masala mustard. And I'm like, dude, gotta try this for sure. I did. It was amazing. I ate probably a little too much of it because it's something my body's not used to. Um, but I was craving it. I was craving that change. So I did it. This morning I woke up with a gnarly headache after I found out and read that the expiration date was six years old. Um, I don't know if that was the reason, but I kind of have another theory of why that w was the reasons. Um, so as of lately, I live in Southern California and I am very sensitive to environmental changes. My body is literally like screams, screams messages to me um, if there's going to be a weather change, perhaps if there is uh, dust, debris, higher levels of pollution in the air my body screams at me. So if you don't hear from me for a couple of days, it's probably because I'm in a little bit of a pain. Um, my hands have been swelling. My joints have been swelling. My knees look like softballs. Um, and anyways, moving on from that, my theory Why do I feel this way? Why do I feel this way? Um, before I start off with today's topic about, we're gonna talk about weather changes and about your health um, and triggers of that. But I wanna say something that the body, the body will heal itself naturally. So right now in my life, I guess since the beginning of 2019, I've really been trying to practice to make that space, make extreme large amounts of space to let myself heal, to find my healers, to find my healing activities that suit me um, mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. That's a big one. And it's all about getting to know yourself. So as today, as I dive into talking about weather changes and one topic in particular that I'm, I really want to set upon, 
it all starts with getting to know yourself, getting to know your body, getting to know your personal triggers, because guys, we're all different. Yeah, that is so beautiful. Am I right? Am I right? Um, but until you get to know yourself, you don't know when those changes are occurring and you won't know those patterns because once you know those patterns, once you see them coming, you can do things to help alleviate them in a natural way. And that's what I want to get onto. Um, our world is so much about, uh, as I said before, why do I feel this way? But more, more of it's people saying, uh, why do I feel this way? You know, like, okay step back. Let's all be adults here. Why do I feel this way? So we're figuring out the patterns so we can alleviate naturally. Um, there's so many antibiotics out there. As I mentioned last week with Dr. Patterson, um, he introduced silver um, that many of you may have not have heard about to restore the gut bacteria. But um, we're going back to the root causes here. And a lot of them, they are things that we cannot control, such as the weather. Sure. Yeah. I mean, you can put your blinders on, but we can't control everything. So my topic for today that I really want to dive into as I awoke with an alarming, I mean, it wakes me up in my sleep. It was like a migraine and I don't get migraines that easily. And I'm, and my immediate thought was, why God, why me? Like, I just want to work out today or I just, you know, want to do this and that and I wanted to do my podcast and have so much excitement. Um, why do I feel this way? Uh, I immediately thought of like the scariest situation possible of, oh my gosh, I have a brain tumor or I did something to my nerves or blah, blah, blah. You know, when in all reality, I probably didn't. So, as I took a giant swig of water, a deep inhale. Actually, let's all do that together. Guys, let's like take a deep breath together knowing that we're gonna get through all of this a-okay. So let's close our eyes. Just center your core line. Listen to the pitter patter of your heart. Feel it. Inhale together. Hold that breath. And exhale slowly. All right, now we can calmly move on to the topic of the day. I want to talk about barometric pressure and how weather changes may trigger headaches and migraine symptoms. Um, that kind of flowing into the topic of sinuses. Wow, guys. So spring has definitely sprung here in Southern California. We had so much, so much rainfall this winter and our soil is fertile. And we are definitely going through this super bloom and it is beautiful. It is so flipping beautiful. I was on a walk the other day just around the neighborhood. People's flowers are like jungles growing like weeds, beautiful weeds. 
And I'm like, I will take this. And I, as my nose just, you can hear it in my voice right now, as my throat closes up, as my nose clogs up, I'm like, I will take this. I will take this. I can't breathe, but I will take this. As I lay in my bed at night swallowing just to try to like catch my breath, thinking that my throat is going to close because it is so congested, I will take this because it is so freaking beautiful. Nature is the cure-all. But it's not fun all the time, but I will help you heal naturally. Anyways, so, question of the day. Can the barometric pressure affect the human body? Someone asked me. My answer, short and sweet, is yes. Um, but first of all, you may be thinking, you know, I've heard the term barometric pressure. Um, I don't really fully understand what you mean, KB. I really, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know what you mean by that. Okay, so let me put my glasses on. All right, they're on right and tight. Um, my little science geek nerd squad is coming out. Um, so guys, barometric pressure is also referred to as the atmospheric pressure. It's basically a measurement that weather forecasters take using a barometer to measure air pressure. So this could be anything from mercury, water, or air. Um, the normal range, meaning uh, a sunny day, is between 30.2 and 30.3 inches. Or a stormy predicted day is 29.2 or below. What? What do you mean? So basically going back in that high pressure, nice day, sunny, it equals drier. So high pressure, that's what we're dealing with right now, my folks. That's why my hands are swelling, dry. It is dusty outside. I feel like, I feel like I inhaled basically a chimney pipe. Low pressure, as I mentioned before, often predicts storms, snowy weather, cloudy, rainy, Ugh. You know what I'm talking about. So, I thought to myself, what was the pressure reading for today? Often at times when we have dramatic effects with our body, me personally, as I mentioned before, I am highly sensitive to the environment. They're going to be like a drastic dip. Actually, not even a drastic dip. Just a little percentage um, between high and low pressures. So, right now I read that we are just below 30. Um... So it's sunny outside, yes, but it's the pressure in the area is about 29. So that is kind of like a weird medium. And being this time of the year when we're jumping from winter to spring, there's less of a constant in the weather and the temperature. So at night, you know, it gets cold in California, cold being, you know, 50s, right? Cooler in 50s. But then it will spike all of a sudden in the morning, and we may have that dip during sunset, sunrise, what have you. So that, in me, especially living by the coast, you know, all of those integrations of air pressure, atmospheric pressure along the horizon, you know, with the fog and 
when heat rises, off the water of the ocean. Ugh, it all has an effect on how we feel. And plus, you know, wind. Woo, throw that curveball in there. That's just a whole nother bag of worms. So I wanted to kind of throw this out there just, you know, with my headache on the mind here. A study from Tufts University taken in 2007 found that every 10 degree drop in temperature corresponded with an incremental increase in arthritic pain. What? True. That's why my hands feel like daggers right now. In addition to this, relatively low barometric pressure, low temperatures, and precipitation can also increase pain. All right, there we go. But how does this increase our, like literally affect our mood? Yes, me entirely. When my hands hurt, when my joints hurt, when I feel like I'm a thousand years old, when I know that a thousand year old people sometimes feel better than I do. Um, guys, and also your, your dosha. Gosh, this is a whole nother episode. Dosha, I'm very vata. So therefore I'm very dry already. So extra dryness, uh, no fun, no fun. So how does this weather, how does weather affect our mood? Y'all might know that like a cloudy, rainy, dreary day for long periods of time, you'll feel depressed, right? So for instance, like weather, if it's, there's a lot of heat, sunshine, and humidity, it often at times makes people feel more tired and irritable. Um, yeah, raise your hand on that one. But when there's barometric pressure fluctuations, this can also create an effect on your mood. Um, it can make huge triggers on your mood, in fact, and cause headaches and migraines, as I made sense of before. You know, there was an interesting um, fact that kind of was brought up, which I think is so weird, but it's true, um, that some studies find that there are links between low pressure and suicide. Now that's crazy. And it also probably has to do with the blood flow within your, your body, the circulation, and going back to your brain and all of that jazz. So this is this is widely fascinating. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, so I did kind of a fun little thing. Um, I wanted to know, as I said before, I wanted to know what the barometric pressure was in my area. So I found this link. Go to findlocalweather.com and you can actually look up their barometric pressure map for your area. What? That's so awesome. So the geek squad in me definitely, definitely searched that one out. Now I want to kind of jump into um, some like natural cures or maybe things that can alleviate this, help you with these symptoms. Let's jump into eating for weather, eating for pressure relief. First off, I think the most important thing is hydrate yourself. As I just mentioned before, hydrate yourself. Me being very vata, I feel so thirsty all the time. Literally like a camel, guzzling water. I can't get enough in. And plus, I like Himalayan sea salt. Oh my gosh. So my lips right now are like super inflamed because I just like, 
I like the Himalayan sea salt, guys. So I'm drinking more water. Let's all do that again, right? Okay, so, guys, this is going to be a short and sweet podcast, but I think you really need to know these facts because I find them really intriguing and interesting. So eating for weather and pressure relief. Uh, I recommend gentle, warm foods and drinks, such as making your own broth, whether that being from a chicken, um, like a chicken noodle soup broth, um, or if it is a stock broth that you made from vegetables, healing vegetables, you know, with galangal or ginger root, um, lots of greens, onions, garlic, mm, that sounds so good. Sipping on that all day will help alleviate and kind of like line the mucus of your organs, your intestines, your joints, make you a little more mobile. I love a good herbal tea all day. Um, love a peppermint tea, a ginger tea from ginger root. That is amazing. If you use real ginger root and heat that bad boy up, steep it overnight, it's literally like sweet candy. It is so good. And plus, it reduces inflammation. Moving on to that, other inflammation-fighting foods are going to be your best friend. So, the likes of avocados. I love me a good avocado. You know that cartoon where it's like, don't eat me, don't eat me, don't eat me. Not ripe yet, not ripe yet. You waited too long. Oh my gosh, seriously, avocados are like the death of me, but I still eat them when they're like a little mushy. I know that's so bad and I probably shouldn't because of if there's like those little black pockets in there, the air pockets, the mold, I just scoop it off. I still eat the avocado. I just love a good avocado, guys. Okay, moving on. Avocados, tart cherries, you know, you always hear tart cherries are really good for people like athletes, um, joint pain, you know, runners are great for runners especially. So getting yourself some really good tart cherries, leafy greens, like kale, I love arugula, um, and vegetables, steamed vegetables, steamed broccoli, steamed Brussels sprouts, your brassicas, all of that jazz, and kidneys, kidney beans especially. And someone asked me, yo, um... Don't beans make you like, well, they said it in a nice way. They say make your stomach hurt, meaning don't they make you fart? Um, sure, they can if you prepare them inadequately or if you eat them out of a can. If you eat beans out of a can, you're getting those lectins and you're also getting those hormone disruptors from the can. So I recommend getting the bean, the legume, from the bulk section and soaking them for at least eight hours, eight hours or overnight. And um, then the next day, dumping out that water, replacing it with new fresh water, putting it over the pot, or excuse me, putting it in the pot, putting it on the stove top, and it cuts down your cooking time literally by like 40, 30 to 40 minutes. You just bring it to a rolling boil, cover it for a little bit, and bam. Because you've already, like, spreaded them. You've already, as I call them, um, bloomed them. You've already prepped them. 
And plus, you like rid it of all those lectins. So your stomach will love you. Another thing is if you eat animal products, salmon. Salmon's great for anti-inflammatory. Uh, I recommend make sure that you really know where you're getting your salmon from. If it's a sustainably sourced, that would probably be your best friend and it's gonna give you the best salmon possible. Um, all right, guys. Inflammation fighting foods. So as we know, when there is higher pressure, things begin to swell, probably. Um, your head probably starts to fill up like a balloon. And I think this year, maybe last year I had it, but this year I think I have had more of an awareness of me feeling these pressures. Yeah, like the song. Under pressure. Seriously, like the worst pains possible. And my mom goes, is it hormonal? Sure, it could be hormonal, but it could be environmental, just just the same. So um, yes, I have definitely felt my sinuses become more and more of a little tester to me. So I thought it would be fun to um, kind of share with you some ways to relieve sinus pressure because usually sinus pressure is an indication like with sinusitis it's an indication that there is an infection or a bacteria within your sinuses people don't even know that they just throw it out there right just throw it out there my sinuses yeah but there's something deeper going on there all right so basically the warm dark environment of the sinuses um they create literally the optimal space for infections and so we're going to kind of learn how to combat and relieve these sinus infections and improve your sinus health and it's kind of fun naturally naturally i'm all about natural health guys so what are the sinuses they're basically as i mentioned before small air pockets in the skull around the eyes nose forehead you know what i'm talking about they're lined with mucous membranes. They basically moisten the air we breathe in while also catching dust, microbes, and allergens before these can reach the lungs. So that completely makes sense when it's dusty and dry outside. It's like, okay, so your nose is basically a filtration system, right? So when the filter in your house gets clogged, it's not going to filter those things out anymore. Therefore, you're basically just sitting around in a pile of gunk. Um, and that's when your immunities go down, that's when infections form. So the warm, moist environment is the basically it's the perfect breeding ground for bacteria, fungi, mold. Um, so I mean, the body does a great job of removing or destroying this captured bacteria, uh, the spores, which, you know, cause the molds, and the cysts before they can even begin growing. But the problems arise when those mucous membranes are damaged or when the mucus becomes too thick, yeah, sniffle, like clogged. Um, 
and then they can't move freely. So, makes com completely perfect sense that when that happens, infections, like, explode into the pockets of your sinuses and latch on. And they're like, yay, you were on vacation. Ugh. Um, and that brings me into sinusitis, which probably dealing with sinusitis is a painful. It's, I mean, so painful and it's debilitating at times. It creates headaches and congestion. You know, it's sneezing, coughing, pain, pressure, burning, loss of smell, fever, often at times fatigue. And those are just some of the few symptoms that you can expect with the sinus infection. But sinusitis, as mentioned before, can also be called, you know, caused by extreme allergies, nasal polyps, and even a common cold. Uh, also, if you have an immune deficiency, or maybe you had dental infections from dental work, Maybe you have a deviated septum in your nose. All of these things come into play. Oh, what a joy it is to be alive. Um, there are things that you can do. There are foods that you can definitely add to your recipes, to your everyday lifestyle that can help prevent these sinus infections, guys. It can actually, you know what, we can actually clear them up when they happen to you. So you don't have to go to your drugstore down the street and say, chick, 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 give me some pills, boss. Um, I want to be the boss. Guys, I am the boss. I am the boss. Applesauce. So I'm going to give you, get your pens out right now. Grab a piece of paper. I'll give you time. Okay. So take notes. Number one, this is the most important thing on your list. Water. Water, 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 water. Plenty. Drink plenty of fresh, clean, filtered water. It is most essential to the health of your sinuses. Your body relies heavily on water to perform every single function. So when we don't get enough, the body basically it robs or takes or borrows, I, I wouldn't say borrow, I guess it would say literally just takes water from other functions in your body to keep the essential ones going and moving stronger. And so this is what can quickly lead to thick mucus that doesn't flow smoothly. This is what clogs the sinuses. And this is what encourages bacterial growth. So drink the water. And if you, if you're like, well, filtered water. Okay. So if you don't want to buy bottled water, which I prefer in glass, um, the Berkey water filter is my go-to. It's my number one slow drip filter. I have one. I use it every day. It's amazing. Helps restore gut bacteria. DM me, message me, email me. If you want more information on how you can get hooked up with the Berkey water filter. Um, number two, which I think is very interesting, is pineapple. Pineapple. Guys, pineapple is rich in antioxidants, which, uh, the antioxidants protect the delicate mucous membranes from damage. The enzymes, the digestive enzymes, may I say, in pineapple also break down the junk that builds up in sinuses and reduces inflammation. I love it. I love it. The little pineapple 
Another fun fact of what you can use with the pineapple core, it, it basically is great with bacteria fighting. So if you have calluses on the bottom of your feet, rub that bad boy, the skin of the inside, like the soft, squishy fruit lining part of a pineapple on the bottom of your feet. Yeah, helps reduce calluses. Because <laughs> that's bacteria. Ew, gross. Um, peppers is our third one. Peppers. I think everyone knows by now that hot peppers can clear sinuses. Sure, I didn't invent that. But capsaicin is basically, I mean, it's the compound in chili peppers. And it's what gives them their heat. It eases pain. It reduces inflammation. It increases mucus production. And my only recommendation, just eat those in moderation or your body... <laughs> Uh, your bowel movements will not like you very much. <laughs> so just, just food for that, okay? Horseradish. If you don't know what a horseradish is, go to your local grocery store and say, point me to the horseradish. It's gnarly looking. Yeah. Ooh. Um, but it's so good for you. It's also a spicy root. Um, it acts a lot same lines actually very similarly to chili peppers horseradish is what is in um it's what's in wasabi most of the time so if you know how hot that is and how cleansing that is bam you better believe it's gonna clean out your sinuses so this also reduces inflammation and increases mucus production and this is an added benefit. It has antibiotic properties. So now that I'm thinking about this, I have to make a grocery store run and I may go pick up a horseradish and play around with it. I don't know if I would generally suck on it, but I definitely would grate it over some things and see how that would work. So I think that's going to be my homework for today. Um, this could be very well a, a social media post. <laughs> anyway, so moving on, garlic. And not to forget onion. So garlic and onion both stimulate many of the same pathways as peppers do to reduce inflammation and pain. And they have this thing called allicin, which is not like my sister. <laughs> um, my sister Allison, her name's Allison. But Allicin, which is A-L-L-I-C-I-N, it's a sulfur compound created when garlic is crushed or cut. Awesome. It is an antibacterial, antifungal, and um, also kills some viruses too, like streptococcus. Uh, moving on, probiotics. And remember, folks, not one probiotic is made the same as another probiotic. So make sure that you are spending your money wisely. If you have questions on probiotics, please message me. I'll hook you up. Um, I'm taking a gray one right now, and I don't think I can live without it. It's amazing. Um, and I can share more information about how you can get that or about uh, what brand that is. Um, but you can get probiotics naturally. And probiotics are basically that friendly bacteria in our bodies that help keep us, you know, the, the less helpful bacteria out. Um, they keep fungal or funguses, fungi, whatever. They keep those infections 
kind of like away and at bay. And so the natural ways that we can get probiotics, some of my favorite ways, are fermented foods like sauerkraut, kimchi, pickles, coconut yogurt, ugh, yum, tempeh, miso, and kombucha. Yeah, they all sound like foreign languages to some of you all, but let me tell you, they are going to do your gut some good. And they also offer some soil-based organisms right now, um, which is a probiotic. I know there's one from um, Sun Warrior. It's called an SBO. And those also help form a healthy microbiome. We're all about the microbiome. So moving on from this is um, antioxidants, as I mentioned before. Um, when there's oxidation damage or free radical damage, that basically those can contribute to chronic sinusitis, right? So free radical damage may be like things in the environment, for instance, pollution, great example, great example. Uh, antioxidants protect the mucous membranes from those free radical damages. So I recommend looking for bright, colorful fruits and vegetables. For example, citrus, kiwi. Mm, eat the skin too. I'm seriously eat the skin. Spinach, berries. It's becoming berry season again. I'm so excited. Pumpkins, sweet potatoes. They have purple sweet potatoes. Try those bad boys out. Mix them with some Brussels sprouts. And also, uh, there's so many other vibrant foods. But just remember, less brown on the place, plates, more color on the plates. Eat the rainbow. Moving on, ginger. Ginger is a spice, and it's a root. So, um, this actually contains large amounts of antioxidants. It contains large amount of natural antihistamines, and anti-inflammatories that speed up healing, um, they decrease pain, reduce swelling, congestion throughout the entire body. It eases allergies, sinus pain, nausea, and many other discomforts in the body. So basically today, guys, I started off my day with a pot, I'm not kidding you, a pot of steamed ginger root. I ate <laughs> uh, the remnants that I steamed the, the ginger root pot of tea in. Yeah, ate them all. And I put ginger root in my breakfast. So, <laughs> needless to say, I will be carrying ginger root in my pocket while I walk the dog, sucking on it like a popsicle. Actually, you know what? <laughs> I just got an idea. Never mind. Um... But yeah, that would be a good idea to make a ginger root popsicle. All right, don't take it. It's my idea. Uh, moving on, turmeric. Many of you know that turmeric um, is related to ginger as they both look very similar at the grocery store until you cut them open. One's um, orange and one's kind of a pale yellow. But it carries similar benefits to ginger as well. And it's commonly... Common, Commonly found in things like 
curries if you know that for sure. So when you combine it with a little heat, you'll really, really clear and heal the sinuses at the same time. So maybe making a turmeric latte in the morning, um, making a turmeric broth, putting a shaved turmeric with a stir fry or some fresh rices, your purple sweet potatoes, as I mentioned, that would be great, right? And the last thing I kind of want to like shout out to you today is coconut oil. Ugh, guys, coconut oils, it had a good rap, it had a bad rap. Guys, if you eat it in moderation, if you eat the right type of coconut oil, it's actually really healing for you. So coconut oil is very good at reducing inflammation and at also killing many bacteria, viruses, and fungi. So there can be, so between your teeth, right, there are tiny little crevices. And dentists tell you to floss for a particular reason because a lot of your entire microbiome uh, infections that you could get or your body's infections that you could get, your immunity factors have to do with your dental health, your hygiene in your mouth. That's why people do tongue scraping to reduce toxin buildup or to get toxins out of your body. It's a whole new world your mouth is. So try oil pulling with a spoonful of coconut oil. Basically, you take a spoonful of coconut oil, shut your mouth, swish it around for about as long as possible. I've heard people even do it up for 20 minutes. I know that is such a workout for my jaw that I could probably do it for a couple minutes. Um, and not only will you notice is that your teeth will be whiter and basically you wouldn't have to like floss as much, but you'll notice that your sinuses clear up too. Yes. Um, so that was just kind of like a little short and sweet me getting on my bandwagon or my soapbox actually bringing you on to my bandwagon. Um, because yes, I am such an advocate about the health of our environment, but sometimes we cannot control environmental factors. And yeah, it can wreak havoc, havoc on how we feel um, about how we perform mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. But there are ways that we can naturally get to that root cause and heal and alleviate the pain. So I gave you some today. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me. My email is katherine at justbeinghonest.com. You can find all of my information in the show notes. And if you have any questions, feel free. Please, guys, I'm telling you once again, email me. Call me out, you know, yell from the heavens, the, the top of the mountain, whatever. I'm here for you. So, um, oh, time's up, guys. Time is up. Um, we gotta go. The clock just struck. Wow. I don't even, I can't read that clock. But anyways, um, thanks for sticking in here with me, guys. I'm trying to clear out my sinuses, so I jibber-jabbered a little bit. I'm getting my mind all like ship in shape. I want to like 
tell you one more thing. We are on Spotify. So if you didn't know we were on Spotify or if you're listening to us on iTunes, amazing. We welcome you. But we are on Spotify as well. Simplecast FM. And um, please subscribe to us. Take a picture of this episode. Send it to a friend, a family member, a loved one, or maybe even a stranger that you just met on the at the beach. <laughs> Who knows? Well, I don't know where your day involves. Anyways, um, I'm so grateful to have you each and every single week tuning in with me. <sighs> Guys, we did it once again. Go have fun. Go have a great day. I'll talk to you next time. Until then, kiss, kiss, hug, hug, peace, love, ciao, and clear those sinuses. I hope you all got a little bit of alleviation from that last short and sweet podcast with myself about the effects of weather changes, namely on spring changes and about sinuses in particular, about how we can get down to the root cause and really find some good food um, sources that can help protect you, protect your inner workings, and help boost up that stamina once again to its fullest potential. Guys, I hope you guys all got a lot of value out of this episode today, and I can cannot thank you enough for hanging out with me each and every single week. And if you did, please make sure to share this out with your friends and your family on social media, and you can tag me at just being honest kb that's j-u-s-t-b-e-i-n-h-o-n-e-s-t-k-b i'm so grateful for your support and love to see what you report back to me every single day and please make sure to head over to itunes to subscribe it's free to the just being honest podcast and leave us a rating to let everyone know that this show is wonderful and that you want to scream from the heavens above about it. You have the power to help us bring to you even better content and guests each and every week. And I have so much fun doing it and sharing all this information with you. And as always, I appreciate you so much. Until next time, thanks for joining in. Thank you.